right now, you can get 20% off your PFF subscription if you use the code PFF20. What can you get with a PFF subscription? All of PFF's locked article content, fantasy football rankings and projections, data and grades from the entire 2021 season and upcoming 2022 season, and much more. Support PFF and use promo code PFF20 for 20% off your PFF subscription. Time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Samuel Womack III comes in number 31 um, on the roster countdown with, you know, his numbers changed. He was 26, now he's back to zero, which is cool. Agent zero, he wore at Toledo. You know, the new NFL rule allows a lot of these things to take place. I love this dude, man. You know, we break down special teams film. We break down every single special team snap over on Patreon and the 49ersRush.com. Every single play. Samuel Womack was my special teams player of the year. Now, obviously, there were others that got accolades for the 49ers. I love this dude. I'm just waiting for him to get more defensive snaps. And we're going to kind of detail what that looks like and where he fits on the depth chart this year. But I have to give credit to Josh, the 49ers guru, did a heck of a job. Um, background research on this. So if we look at Samuel Womack, he's one of the smaller corners, 5'10", 190. The, the prototypical size for a Niners defensive back is six foot 200. So he's a little bit shorter. He's a little bit lighter, but don't tell him that. He is mean, and he loves to tackle. He's very aggressive. 31 7-inch, seven 7-8-inch seven arms, which is why he was available to the 49ers. You know, the Niners do not have minimum thresholds for arm length for their defensive backs. A lot of teams do. He's 23 years old. He ran a 4.40 40-yard dash. He's quick. 1.54 10-yard dash. Awesome. 6.873 cone. Amazing. 36-inch vertical. Good. 9-10 broad jump. It's just good. The only reason why he was available is because short arms. He's short, and he's got short arms. So a lot of teams would say, oh, this is a nickel-only player. And he started for the nickel week one last year, which a lot of people forget. Niners kept him outside, <coughs> excuse me, almost exclusively all year this year throughout training camp, preseason, but he's played really, really well. Um, he His high school, East English Village Prep, the Mighty Bulldogs, uh, went to play at Toledo, the Rockets, and he's just tough, blue collar. You, you know, we joked around at camp because during alignment period every day, Players take their helmets off, and he just always has his hands on his hips. He's just always got this kind of just upset-looking face. Uh, just looks like Gramps out there, just upset. He's 23 years old, but he just had this face, and it just stuck with us. He just looked like a mean old man, uh, but that's not who he is. And you go through kind of what he's had to overcome to be where he's at. He's a Detroit guy. Um, him and Ambry Thomas, close friends even before being drafted to the Niners because they played against each other all the time uh, up in Detroit. First team All-City, All-Metro, All-State his senior in high school. He had 1,000 yards receiving as a senior with 20 touchdown catches and 11 interceptions on defense. Uh, dude's just, he's a baller. Returned four pick sixes, uh, two fumble recoveries for score, 16 career interceptions. And whenever he went to Toledo, he was able to work with Hank Poteet. Hank Poteet was in the NFL for five seasons. Uh, sorry, over 10 seasons. So you're talking about him getting the experience, the training, all these different things. Yeah, he was up and down all last year as far as where he was being played at. When Jimmy Ward came back, that was it. Because, you know, he was competing at that spot. Then Demo, 
took over it, who Demo deserved it. When Emmanuel Mosley got hurt, Demo got put outside and Jimmy Ward took that spot. So it's not like he was losing this to because he was playing bad. That's not it at all. The Niners just had some studs at that spot. And if you look at Samuel Womack's rookie year, 15% of all defensive snaps, that's all he got, but 57% of the special teams. Was drafted in the fifth round, pick 172 overall. Um, finished the year with 19 tackles, one tackle for loss, one interception, two pass breakups. Um, but listen to these snap breakdowns. 164 defensive snaps, 257 special team snaps. And tackling, this is what he does amazingly well. An 85.3 tackling grade from PFF. That's what he does. Um, and he can kind of play all over. They, they want him outside because of how aggressive he is. But, man, I wish they'd give him some more. I would be fine with – if you told me right now Samuel Womack was the starting nickel, I'd be the happiest guy ever. Isaiah Oliver hasn't cut it, um, has not played well. We'll see. Maybe that changes. But Samuel Womack's a player that kind of defines a team in their depth because he can do it all. All the special teams he can do. He can play outside corner. He can play nickel. And you don't have to worry about him. He played in every game last year. Every game. And so we'll, we'll have to see his path to playing time on the defensive side. But he's somebody that I think the team, the fans, the coaching staff have a lot of value in and trust in. I just don't know what it's going to take to get him on the field. But once he gets there, I'm not sure you're going to be able to get him out. Because he's got everything that you want as far as what the Niners love from defensive players. Because he's nasty, great ball skills, athleticism check. He's just there. He is a lunch pail, Detroit-type dude that once he gets in, I don't think you're going to get him out. So I'm excited to see Samuel Womack. He's wearing number zero out there. You'll see him on special teams early. But, man, I really want to see him get some nickel snaps. We'll see what happens. But for us, we'll just keep counting him down. Football season may be over, but the action on the floor is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or fight for home playoff court, there's no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. And Prize Picks even offers injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players get injured. For basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second, that player projection won't count against you, and the rest of your entry stays live. There's lots of bets. Stephen Curry, over 27.5 points. Draymond Green, will he make one three-pointer or no? Very easy things to bet. Download the app today and use code 49ers. For a first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the Prize Picks app today and use code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Sometimes you don't know how good you had it until it's gone. And that's with number 30, who's not gone permanently, but short term, yes. Ray Ray McLeod comes in number 30 on our roster countdown and. I don't know. Um, walking away from training camp, walking away from the preseason, even whenever he after he got injured, there's several of these players that I'm just like, 30's too low. 30's too low. I, I think, you know, 20s, 22, 23, that kind of is where he is. Now, when we voted on these things, I think it's a testament to this roster because last year he was 42, 
and he showed how vital a piece he could be for this team. And we'll jump into that. Shout out to Josh, the 49ers guru, for doing all the background research on this episode. You know, Rarian McLeod's a wide receiver, but his core piece value is as a returner, punt and kick returner. Where's jersey number three? Uh, 59190. Smaller guy. Um, more of a corner build, slot corner build, 30-inch arms, very short, 26 years old. He ran a 4.49 40-yard dash. He's not the burner that people associate with his body type. My favorite thing about him is just how he's north and south all the time. Doesn't waste side-to-side movements. And, you know, it was funny. As soon as he got injured with the, you know, broken wrist, we'll talk about his availability. And they put, you know, Ronnie Bell, Danny Gray, Deshaun Jameson, all these different players back there returning punts and kickoffs. I immediately I was just like, I miss Ray Ray McLeod. They're going sideways. The first thing they do is go sideways. And I'm just like, no. <laughs> go straight. Um, which, you know, I, I think Ray Ray is probably one of the best at. And so uh six point eight nine three cone. He is shifty. That's just not really his game. That's not where he wins. Entering into his sixth season. Um, you know, went to Clemson, had a lot of success there. We got a lot of Clemson guys on this team. He went to Sickies High School, the Griffins, and graduated Clemson with a health and science degree. Now, you go back and you kind of look at everything that he has accomplished. You know, again, tiny guy, but he's had to prove himself. And clutch performer, he was incredible at Clemson. And he chose Clemson over Alabama, Auburn, Florida. He had everything that he could have wanted as far as, you know, college offers and whatever else. Once he, you know, he got drafted in the sixth round by Buffalo in 2018, up and down career. It really didn't go well. Um, it wasn't until, you know, Buffalo moved on from him. They released some Steelers pick him up. And then he started to show, all right, this dude belongs. Um, and even for the Steelers, he got several starts because of injuries at the wide receiver position. Niners swoop in. They get him. And, you know, just a lot of positives. Yeah, probably the number one play we all remember is the jet sweep, 71-yard sweep for a touchdown when Debo was out. But just so many positive returns. 49ers special teams has been trash for since Shanahan showed up. Let's just be very, very honest. Last year, they finally switched special teams coordinators, and Schneider comes in and invests immediately in improving special teams, and it showed. Were they an above-average special teams? No, but they weren't bottom five like they have been forever. Um, everybody loves this dude, Ray Ray McLeod. He's going into his last year of his deal, so he's got stuff to prove if the Niners want to keep him. You know, they've kind of drafted to replace him. This is what they do. They get somebody relatively cheap off the bargain bin, show that they're a playmaker, then allow them to walk for a compensation pick return. They've got Danny Gray, who's also injured. They've got Ronnie Bell, who's flashed. They've got Deshaun Jameson, undrafted free agent. There's a lot of options there to eventually move into that role. But, man, I want Ray Ray back so bad. Uh, I am, I'm telling you right now, that very first punt return, week one against the Steelers, I'm going to be holding my breath. I'm going to be terrified without Ray Ray back there. Um, which is crazy to say um, how he just proved what he has, how valuable he is to this team in such a short time. Again, remember, 42 last year on this countdown. Now he's 30, and I'm sitting there saying, even though he's injured and might miss a week or two, ah, he should be higher than this. Now, if you look at what he's accomplished in his career, 
Um, you know, 78 career catches, 633 yards, one touchdown. You know, it's whatever. Look what he did for us last year, right? Last He played 17 games. He had two starts when Debo was out, 14 catches, nothing too great there, but 17 yards per reception. And I'm going to be honest with you, at training camp, Ray Ray McLeod was making plays with all three quarterbacks. And so not only is he your punt returner, kick returner, he's the number four wide receiver. And I know people are all Ronnie Bell, Ronnie Bell, and I love Ronnie Bell. But you don't get the huge negatives that you do with Ronnie Bell in his rookie year as you will with Ray Ray in his sixth year. He's a vet. So the drop passes, the interceptions, all that kind of stuff, you don't get that. And so, you know, he had four rushes, 78 yards, and a touchdown. That's huge. 33 punt returns. For 10.8 yards per return. That's one less first down the offense has to get every single time he returns a punt. One less first down. That That's huge. 26 kick returns. Um, average 23 yards per kickoff return. I wish a lot of those were touchbacks, but that's okay. Um, if you tally up all of his touches last year, he had 77 touches. That's fifth most on the Niners. So he's getting the ball in his hands consistently which I really, really like. Um, you, you talk about snaps, 286 offensive snaps. He had 165 special team snaps. Dude's just a player. Now, the, the biggest area of weakness in his game, shout out to Josh for this one, a 47.4 run blocking grade. That's not good. Uh, little man can't block very well. That doesn't mean he doesn't try, but that's the biggest issue out there. And so, again, who's his competition? Danny Gray? Not known for elite run blocking. Ronnie Bell, not a good run blocker either. So having those young pups that are trying to take his job, you've got to excel in that area. And so far, it could change. That has not flashed for any of these guys. Uh, really, really hasn't. So excited to get Ronnie uh, – sorry, Ray Ray McLeod. Look at that uh, Freudian slip there. Excited to get Ray Ray McLeod back healthy. You know, he said he's going to be ready week one with the you know, broken wrist – but more than likely, he makes the 53-man roster, immediately gets put on IR. Then they bring back somebody that didn't make the 53. He sits out the first month of the season, then comes back in. And I can't wait for him to come back, period. I'm not too concerned about kick return. I like Deshaun Jameson if he makes the roster. Uh, no problems there. The punt return is huge. The fourth wide receiver is huge. And that's Ray Ray McLeod. I'm excited to see what three can do in a contract year. I love betting on players um, as they bet on themselves. And he's just been such a cool teammate and such a fun player to kind of follow and develop uh, and see how he develops. So excited for Ray Ray this year. Go out there and make that money, big dog. In at number 29 on the roster countdown comes quarterback Trey Lance. And... The finagling around, the moving around. He was number one last year. Um, the projected starter, everything was going to be his for the future. And then the injury took place five quarters into the season. And I don't think the rest is history. But in the short term, this looks like where Trey Lance is going to be. Whether that's quarterback two or three, yet to be determined. Probably going to flip back and forth depending on the week. But... Trey Lance, and I think everybody would agree with me, this isn't where we wanted him to be. How much of it is he's a victim of circumstance? How much is it, you know, did he quote-unquote get the chance he deserved? Whatever else, doesn't matter. This is where it is. Now, Trey Lance is incredible, and 
whether that's a good or a bad thing, we'll find out. The kid's young. He just turned 23. Just turned 23. So I don't think that there's any way that you can quote-unquote write him off, but we'll just have to see. He's going to have to have something happen for him to get another opportunity. But if you look at the 49ers in their quarterback position, you've got to go back over a decade. Uh, only one time in the past 10 years has a quarterback made it the entire season and that was Jimmy Garoppolo in 2019, and he was banged up several times that season. So at some point, a number two quarterback will have to come out um, and play it. it just That's just the way it is. It's just the 69 starting quarterbacks started games last year for the NFL. So to, to say that a team will have one quarterback start the whole season, that's rough. Even if you look at Brock Purdy, he had two injuries last year with his ribs and then the elbow. So we'll just have to wait and see. Not that I want injuries. I want Brock to be the guy moving forward. But let's talk Trey Lance. And shout out to Josh for doing all the research. Uh, the 49ers guru crushes it again. Trey Lance, number five, baby. 6'4", 225. Huge. Prototypical quarterback. Only 23 years old. You know, he didn't do a lot of the combine stuff so you know we don't have the 40 and the 10 and all that stuff but he's big and fast and strong maybe he's not the speed that everybody was hoping he would be a little bit more cam newton a little bit less you know lamar jackson but if you watch him play at north dakota state that shouldn't be a shock to you went to marshall senior high school the tigers then went to north dakota state got several offers from big 10 schools to play safety to play linebacker again this tells you the athlete that he is he wanted to play quarterback um, and you know, the, the accolades, good God, <laughs> I have three pages of accolades on here and, you know, graduated Marshall high school, 2018. That's how young this kid is. Three year starter played quarterback and strong safety three time, all district, um, you know, all state Minnesota, you can go on and on and on and on. I mean, he did everything. Listen to these stats, 14 touchdown passes. 10 rushing touchdowns, 54 tackles, three interceptions in one year. Team captain football, basketball, leader, exactly how you draw up a player's mindset, work ethic. Back-to-back -back years logged the most time in the playbook for the 49ers. You go back to Brock Purdy. When Trey Lance was finally on the sidelines after breaking his leg, he was the first one welcoming Brock Purdy off the sidelines every single drive. I was at all the games. Every time. Um, he, the, the quote was, I think it was George Kittle or could have been Kyle Juszczyk. Trey Lance is beloved in this locker room. People love him because he works so hard and he's just got such a good attitude. Takes so much responsibility. I remember his first game, his first interception, he goes out in the very first press conference and says, 100% my fault. I did this wrong. I got to do better here. He's got all of the tools. He's got the right mindset. Just hasn't put it together on the field. Now, once he gets to North Dakota State, unbelievable. Jerry Rice Award winner, Walter Payton Award winner, uh, most outstanding player. It goes undefeated, didn't throw one interception the whole entire year. Not one. I mean, just bonkers. Uh, I mean, it makes no sense. Honor roll, gold helmet guy. It just, you can't find negatives with him off of the field. Worked all offseason with Patrick Mahomes and Jeff Christensen, the quarterback coach. Comes out training camp, and I'm, I'm going to be really honest with you. I was at every training camp practice. by Not by far. He had the best training camp of all the quarterbacks. Now, people would disagree with me on that. Some people would. Uh, Brock coming off an injury. You got to put that into effect. 
you know, Sam Darnold didn't know the offense early. That showed. If you had to ask me, the most consistent training camp quarterback was Trey Lance. That doesn't matter. That first preseason game, he goes out there where he can get hit, and I felt like he reverted back to the old Trey Lance, waiting too long to make decisions, not checking the ball down, putting the ball in jeopardy. Now the second preseason game goes out there and balls out. Three consecutive scoring drives, brings the team back to win last seconds of the game. And I know people are like, well, that was against the threes. That's fine. That is a legit criticism. But you're seeing improvement from a 23-year-old quarterback, and that is a great thing. Should he be quarterback one? No, it should be Brock Purdy. It really, it, My whole thing, I was saying all offseason that I was expecting Trey Lance to start week one. A lot of that was dependent on Brock Purdy not being back healthy on the timeline the team provided. Well... Brock's back. That's wonderful. The more good quality quarterbacks that the Niners have, the better it is. Will Trey be two or three? I don't know. He needs time. He needs reps. He's not getting them. That is problematic. And so we'll just have to wait and see. The good news is the 49ers have him under um, roster this year and in 2024. Then the fifth-year option comes into play. We'll tackle that whenever that comes across. Now, if we look at whether it's the trade, the trading up three first-rounders and a third. Yeah, is the trade look worth it now? Hell no, it doesn't. It does not. However, the book is not written. There is still time. We just got to wait and see and be patient. Uh, don't write 23-year-old players with four starts off. That That's not going to go well. And, it's, and that's the thing. Like Whether you're a Trey Lance fan or a Trey Lance hater, I don't think that you have film to back up either claim. Whether you think he's the best or the worst, I don't think there's he's four starts. Fifty four percent or fifty five percent completion percentage, not good. Five touchdowns. All right. That that's five touchdown passes, eighty four point five rating. That's okay. The thing is, he's got two hundred and thirty five rush yards and a touchdown. Six sacks, not good. Um but you look at him, you know, five touchdown passes, three interceptions. You've got some good, you got some bad in there. Only played 84 snaps last year, and most of those were in a freaking typhoon. People keep trying to, like, people were telling me, oh, the rain wasn't a big deal in the <laughs> bear escape. Are you kidding me? I was there. My phone didn't work for four days. They were squeegeeing a grass field before the game. There were points where I was about 10 rows up. I had great seats for that game. You could not see the opposing sideline at different parts during the game. Now, was the rain consistently a typhoon? No. We haven't even talked about injuries, which I think that's the reason for his where he is now. His finger was broken, the concussion, the broken leg, uh, all these things. Like, I am not one of those that's like, oh, poor Trey Lance. I don't believe that at all. However, he is where he is. He's got to change that. Can he be the quarterback of the future? In my opinion, what's going to happen is if Brock Purdy gets injured for a game in the middle of a game, Sam Darnold would be the one to come in. For, you know, a couple quarters. If Brock Purdy happened to get injured for several weeks, I think Trey Lance would be the guy. I don't want Brock Purdy to be injured. I want him to be the quarterback of the future. I do. That doesn't mean I dislike Trey Lance. You're allowed to root for multiple 49ers. Multiple 49ers quarterbacks. It's very, very simple. But don't write this kid off after four starts. You can't do that. Um, you can. I just don't. I think it's ill-advised. The thing that scares me and haunts me is that he goes on to another team and becomes what we all thought he was going to be. That scares me. Um, 
but I like this kid. And that's another thing. There, there's lots of reasons to dislike players. Somebody that makes great decisions on and off the field is a great teammate, works his ass off. And like that's somebody that's easy to pull for. Don't write him off yet, man. And we got him coming in at 29. He was one last year. But there's going to be a point this season where the 49ers rely on Trey Lance. And when that opportunity comes, I hope this young kid seizes the moment. I really, really do. And for us, we'll just keep counting them down.